0: Good morning and welcome to Your Car
1: Insiders on 96 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I will shortly be here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern. He was running a little late this morning. Uh, the dog got out. So they were chasing the dog. I could hear him when he butt dialed me back on the phone. that He was still chasing the dog. But the show must go on. You know, it's a question that Dana and I receive a lot of times. And it's, when's the best time to buy a car? And... It's not like it used to be. It really isn't because when years ago, come August and September, the new body styles came out and the new model years came out, and in the end of December, the manufacturers had buried the dealers in inventory, so they still had a bunch of cars from that current model year. Now, there's been a monstrous change in how the manufacturers do business now. And the dealerships don't control that. And what I mean by the change is they when I worked for Chevrolet in 2001, I was a sales manager in a Chevrolet dealership from 2001 to about 2004. And they would advertise you could buy a Tahoe or a Suburban for up to $12,000 off. Now they do things that up to 20% off MSRP, off of this, off of that. However, when we did the 20 when we did the 12,000 off, that was about was probably more than 25% off the price of the car. Now today you go into the dealership and you start looking for something specific. So last week I had a radio show listener that wanted to buy a GMC Denali. And this gentleman was a pleasure to deal with. He has figured out the youthfulness of life when he told me how old he was until he showed me his license I was a doubtful doubting him. He just and he said, "Gary, I just eat well and I exercise." And th- I guess that's the secret to looking great at his age. He wanted a Denali pickup truck. And we went into the dealership. And one thing that I'm really good at with somebody is I listen to what they say. So when we started talking, certain things were not important to him, but certain things were. And he wanted a 1,500 pickup truck. He had sold a 4,500 Dodge pickup. That's a one and a quarter ton, I believe, diesel. And he tows a small two-horse trailer, but only ever has one horse in the truck. So I looked at him and said, before we do anything, I need you to call whoever's going to install your gooseneck in a half-ton pickup truck that this truck is capable of towing safely and correctly the trailer that you have and the weight of the trailer. So he got a hold of the trailer company, and they said it was absolutely correct, but I told him, matter of fact, if you don't get a hold of them, I think we need to wait to find out for sure if this truck is suitable for your needs. Then we started looking, and one of the things I mentioned to him was if you're going to buy a half-ton GMC pickup truck and tow the amount of weight that you want, you should probably go with the 6.2 liter motor versus the 5.3. And he agreed, and we looked at the Denali, and then I turned to my buddy Kerry at Earnhardt GMC, and I said, Now, Kerry, let me ask you a question. Do you have an SLT with the 6.2? Let me look. Lo and behold, there it is, Mm 6.2, white SLT, with the I don't even know what they call it. I don't want to say it was Max Pro, but it was the highest rated tow package available. It actually changed the radiator, the alternator, and the springs in the truck, which was perfect for what he needed. And right off the bat, that truck was about $6,000 less than what he thought he wanted. Now, he didn't care that it didn't say Denali, he didn't care that it didn't, it didn't have the honeycomb grill. What he cared about was being able to tow his trailer safely. And that was the words he used. I wanna be able to tow my trailer safely. Now, Dana and I don't sell cars. We help you buy a car. We're not a shopping service. We're not True Car that's going to ask you for all your information to give to a car dealership so that we can get paid from the dealership for them giving you, us giving them your information. Now, 99% of the time, when I call somebody at the dealership, I just want to know if they're working. And I just want to know when they're working, what time they're working, and are they available to help me and a client. Now, there are times I will go without the client, like I did the other day for a friend of mine, his son. His dad bought a truck in December. Well, when his dad bought his truck in December, Ford had a program for the dealers that was not advertised as a rebate. It was a stair-step bonus program. So the, the rebates were... $8,250 in December on the 2018 Ford F-150 XLT. Now, the different trim levels have different rebates. So his son calls me first week of January and wants to know about buying a truck. Actually, it was the second week. Wants to know what's a good time to buy a truck. I said, well... There is no rhyme or reason to when is a good time, but there were plenty of 19 F150s available in December when your dad got his. So let me make a phone call and let's see what we can sort out. Well, from December to January, the rebates went from 8250 to 6250. Now, he could have picked up another 750 if he would have financed the truck through Ford, but he would have got, gotten nowhere near the interest rate that we got from U.S. Bank. So we didn't take that $750 rebate. The discounts were bigger due to the fact that his father picked out a truck that was over 350 days old, at the dealership, and his son wanted a truck that was in Show Low. Now, we were in Avondale, the truck, Goodyear, the truck was in Show Low. Now, we went online, and we did what we called a search. And the search that we did was an F-150, XLT, didn't care about the motor, as long as it was a 5.0 and a th- or a 3.5 Boost. And the magic number for him was 157. And if anybody knows anything about Ford pickup trucks, 145-inch wheelbase is a SuperCrew with the 5.5-foot bed. The 157 is a Super Crew with the 157-inch wheelbase, which is the 6.5-foot bed. It's 12 inches different. His truck that he has currently is a 157 inch wheelbase truck. so we started running the locates and we found a truck here called the dealership. Vehicle was sold on this date, reported sold, but it was still in Ford's inventory. Found another truck. vehicle is reported sold on this date, but still in Ford's inventory. Now, I was able to figure out while I was at home that the trucks they were telling me about weren't still there because they weren't on the dealership's website, but they were still on Ford's internal website. So finally, we found a dealership up in Sholo, and they had four of these 157-inch wheelbase, three triplets, and when I mean when I say three triplets, they were three identical trucks, and the fourth one was the only one with the five-liter V8. Now, I'm not going to say anything bad about the EcoBoost. I'm not going to say anything bad about the 5-liter V8. However, if you've had a 5-liter V8 and it's treated you really well for 150,000 miles in five years, let's get the same truck. And at the end of the day, we made our deal. I went home. Saturday afternoon, about 4 o'clock, I got a phone call because the salesman had gotten up. Saturday, Saturday morning went to work, lot attendant got in the truck, drove up to Sholo, drove back down from Sholo, and my friend took delivery of the truck exactly the way he wanted it. I could pretty much rest assured that if he'd had gone to a dodge uh, dodge, a Ford dealership on his own on Friday, a, they wouldn't have sent somebody on a Saturday to do the dealer trade. B, they wouldn't have given him the deal that I got him. They wouldn't have sold him the warranty for the price that I got. And he wouldn't have got the interest rate for the rate that I got. The key thing is this, folks. Buying a car, there is no rhyme or reason. There is no better time. Now, I will tell you, if you're looking for a vehicle and there's an abundance of inventory, Of that model year, the last week of the year, it probably is the best time to buy a vehicle. Now, the gentleman that I helped by the GMC was the same week as the gentleman that was buying the Ford. They had 100 2019s at the Ford dealership. There was a handful of 2019s At the GMC dealership. The gentleman that bought the GMC bought a 2020. The guy that bought the Ford bought the 19. However, the 2020s had great incentives at the GMC dealership. It's almost like I talk about the car business. I relate it to certain things. It's almost like in football, there's an audible. You know, when they change the play at the line of scrimmage. 85% of the people that buy a car change the play at the dealership. Now, a perfect example is I don't really follow football anymore. I really don't. But I did watch a little bit of the playoff highlights. And you saw what the Kansas City Chiefs did. They fell behind in the first game against... I'm trying to think. I'm losing. The Houston Texans. And then they fell behind against the tennessee titans they won both games because they adjusted what they were doing dana and i just adjust to your circumstances when you're buying a car
0: the most prestigious and coveted honor that american honda motor company awards dealerships is the president's award the award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction new car unit sales value and business management
2: Make a plan today to get your house checked.
3: Visit brightfocus.org to learn more.
1: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. And the easiest way to get a hold of me is give me a call at 602-525-1370. You can reach out to Dana. 602-679-8324. Six zero two six seven nine eight three two four. 602-679-8324. If you feel the need or you're more comfortable sending an email, you can go to the Your Car Insiders website. There's a submission form. You can fill out your information. You can send that. Every one of those emails come directly to me. We can't separate those. But if you want to send an email directly to Dana, you can send that email to Dana at yourcarinsiders.com or you can send to me directly at gary at com. However, if you send a email from the submission form, I will respond to that or Dana will respond to that. We don't have a problem emailing, but I will tell you it, it's a much better form of communication when you're trying to buy a vehicle is the phone versus email. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, it's about... You Know inventory. I got a, a text from a previous client who happens to be a friend and he wanted to know if the dealerships were dealing on tellurides. Well, I went to four di- different dealerships, and in the four different dealerships, between all four, they had 12 tellurides. That tells me that they're selling everyone they get, a lot of the incoming units are already. Sold just like when I ordered a twenty twenty mercedes benz new body style g l s my friend was very specific about what he wanted, and if you're gonna spend eighty some thousand dollars, get what you want. Well, he didn't want to sway from the color of the car, so we were color-specific and then we went to non-color-specific and really couldn't find a match to what he wanted. And he just thought it was kind of odd that here we are in 2020, we're not, we just barely got into 2020 and the dealers don't have inventory. Well, they have inventory, however, you know, Mercedes doesn't build an abundance of 80-some-odd-thousand-dollar vehicles, and what I will tell you is if you want one of these, you want to order it the way that you want it or you want to find it the way that you want it. And he wasn't overly crazy about the options he wanted. He wanted 20-inch wheels. He wanted a panoramic sunroof. He wanted heated, ventilated seats. He wanted, I think it was ventilated cup holders, illuminated door sills, uh, factory running boards, and we had to order the car. It's just that just because it's what that you want isn't always there. So when somebody tells me, well, I went to the website and I built this, it's going to be what the dealers order, not necessarily what you want. Now, I remember, and I think I've told this story a few times, I was a sales manager I mentioned earlier in a Chevrolet dealership. Well, at that Chevrolet dealership, I sat in on the meetings where we ordered cars. And General Motors ran a special on a specific option package on a truck. And they advertised it on TV. No dealerships ordered the car that way. So when I spoke to the... Gentleman that worked for GM, our our district manager, the, the guy that we placed our orders, he wasn't a district manager. He was the gentleman we ordered our cars with. I asked him, "Why do they advertise this when nobody builds the cars that way?" And his answer was, "It's our drive to. It's our job to drive traffic to the dealerships." Well, I asked him. How long did he sell cars after he graduated from college? And his answer was, he never, ever sold a car. Never sold cars. So I explained to him that the worst thing that you can do is be confrontational from the start, which means telling somebody that, yeah, Chevrolet advertises that, but we don't have the car and we can't get the car. I'll never forget... Having a gentleman, the GM that I worked for at Grub Chevrolet hired a woman to make appointments, and she had never sold cars before, and she thought it was okay to lie to people to get them to visit the dealership, and I was never okay with that, and she was one of the reasons why I finally told the GM, it's probably a good idea if we part company, I'm going to go to New York for this summer. I'm going to move my mom from New York to Phoenix. This was 2004. And when I come back, I don't want to work here. I'd like to go to work at a different dealership in the group. And we agreed it was a good good time for us to split. Now, I know in my heart that he respected the job that I did for him because he not only... Paid me for the entire month. He let me keep my demo for the entire month. Now, I didn't need the car because I had a car. And I was going to New York for the summer, you know, to get my mom situated, get rid of her house, clean out the house. But these, this gentleman showed up and he walked back up to me and he asked to speak to so-and-so and the so-and-so was the gal that made the appointment with him. And obviously she's not there because she's sitting behind a phone in the car dealership. And this guy lit me up. And he explained, I will go to any other Chevy dealership that's at this tent sale. It was at the Peoria Sports Complex. I'll never forget it. And I will buy a car from them and I will pay more money because I'm not going to do business with anybody that lies to get me to visit the dealership. Now, I'll tell you something. All the respect in the world for, for someone like that because that's the way that I do business. I don't lie to people to try to get them to buy a car, okay? And when I say I don't, that's I was never, ever that way when I worked in a dealership. Now, I still have people that call me, that bought cars from me when I was a salesman, when I was a sales manager in a car dealership, and I still help them today buy cars rather than selling them cars. Remember, the easiest way to reach me is 602-525-1370. The easiest way to reach Dana is 602 602- Six seven nine eight three two four. Very special thanks to the Earnhardt family of dealerships. It's not only who we deal with; however, we deal with people that understand what it is that we're trying to do for you as the consumer. We're trying to get you the best deal possible, the exact car that you want, and the most important thing is it's it's no it, it's transparent. You have the invoice in your hand. You're looking at the screen that's showing you what the numbers are in the car deal. Or I have the printout of what the screen looked like that you're looking at. It's no longer when you're with Dana and I, what kind of payment do you want? What do you want to pay? We're your car insiders. We work for you. We don't work for the dealers. And we go with you to the car dealership. We don't send you anywhere without us.
3: Just you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. AdoptUSKids in the Ad Council.
4: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Dana Southern, and oh my goodness, this morning I can tell you what a mess. And I appreciate Gary's patience and understanding. And never meant to to not be here on time. I assure you. But
1: well, it, it was funny because after he called me back, he called me to let me know he was running late, and he didn't realize it, but he pocket dialed me, so I heard his dilemma. So it's it's always okay, you know it. It's really simple. When it comes to the radio show, families first. Got a family problem. There's always a way we can get around that.
4: Well, and for myself and for Gary, you know, I think about this pretty often. There's just simply no one that I can think of that would possibly do what it is that Gary and I actually do for people. There, there are certainly people that have been in the auto industry for decades and have had you know, key management positions and have you know learned a lot and certainly know a lot of people. And so I imagine there's other people that could do or at, at least attempt to do what it is that we do. You,
1: you know, it's so funny you said that. A, a guy that I was friends with, he moved up to Oregon or Washington or Seattle, northwest part of the country. And he went to work in a car dealership, and he didn't like the way the dealership did business. And he called me. I called him just to wish him a happy new year and just to see how he was doing. And it was kind of a sad story that I told him. My friend's mom bought a Ford Edge from this gentleman. And about a month and a half after she had the car, she took the car to the car wash a couple of times, and she noticed spots on the plastic grill. So we went over to the, I sent her to the body shop that, that my friend owns and there was nothing he could do to get these spots out of the plastic. And the woman thought that it was the responsibility of Ford or the dealership to replace the grill out of good faith for something the car wash did. And I explained to her, it doesn't work that way.
4: Perhaps the car wash would be responsible.
1: And the car wash wanted to do absolutely nothing for her.
4: Gosh, I hate that.
1: So she calls me up one day and she says, well I had a problem with the car and I I called Ronnie and he didn't call me back. And all I can do is refer people to my friend Ronnie and Frank at the body shop and I tell people up front they own the body shop they run the body shop and they work they don't sit in offices with their phones in their hand waiting for the phone to ring now if Ronnie's if Ronnie is in the spray booth I can assure you he's not going to answer the phone if Frank has the welder in his hand, I can assure you he's not going to answer the phone. So I got a little annoyed, and I'm like, Sue, you know what? If you want to call him and then complain to me that he's not answering the phone, please don't, don't bother him. Get somebody else to do it. However, keep this in consideration. You called him at 6 o'clock on Wednesday." Thursday was Thanksgiving. He was closed Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because he took his family away for Thanksgiving. He went to Mexico. Yes, and his phone doesn't work in Mexico. Now, I felt bad because Sue got into a fender bender with her car. But at the end of the day, guess what? She got a brand new grill out of the deal. And the grill wasn't damaged that bad. It was something that, through them looking at the car, the insurance company agreed to replace the grill for her. We know people, and one thing I don't do is there are people that call me looking for a mechanic. I'm not that guy anymore. I don't have the guys that I feel comfortable with sending People too now, I have a friend that i've known for thirty some odd years, and he owns an automotive repair shop and my daughter's boyfriend had a problem with his car, and they told him the dashboard had to be removed from the vehicle. I took it over to Ronnie and Frank at the body shop Frank didn't have the proper scanning stuff but didn't want to tell him that the dashboard had to come out, so they set an appointment with a very very reputable shop down the street from the body shop they use the guy all the time and the second opinion was the same as the first opinion now when i saw what the picture looked like it's a 2012 camaro and in order to fix this the entire center console the steering column and the entire dashboard has to come out of the vehicle it's a forty dollar part and a fourteen hundred dollar job but I don't know those people anymore that I send. Now, I might send people to this guy. I'm not sure what my son-in-law, future son-in-law, is going to do because he's not sure he wants to put 1300 bucks into a 120,000-mile car. We'll be right back.
2: Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre on Ford, views come to the right place.
0: Remember when a small business needed a landline?
1: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 96 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Speaking of dealerships, a very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. Uh, it's a very special place to do business because it's a family-owned, single-point store, which means the odds of finding Dennis Lundy in the car dealership are pretty good when the temperature is under
4: 105. He's got a little time in Hawaii, I believe. Actually, I think he goes back to... Back to North Dakota as well. Some place. But, but it's it's
1: run the way that I like to do business in the way that
4: Dana likes to do business. He, he really reminds me of, of, of how I was as a dealer for lack of a better description, the closest thing, and I I hold them in very high regard.
1: Just remember, Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Dana, when I was talking earlier about certain circumstances, what's some of the crazy things or some of the things that you dealt with that were out of the norm that you don't feel the client would have got handled on their own in the last month?
4: Well, there, there's numerous things that that can could be described, whether it comes to being able to get them approved in the first place, which I've encountered on, on a few occasions, and then, more importantly, the, the interest rate and, and the terms of the approval. Often when someone goes to buy a vehicle, if they do have some imperfections or, or some concerns with their credit, the the dealership really doesn't know going in what the bank is actually going to do whether they're going to approve it and if they are going to approve it exactly how of course you know they get the bank guidelines and they you know understand what the parameters are but ultimately it it is always the bank that makes the the final decision on the loan and when the dealer isn't certain, they're typically going to use a, a higher rate to to try to be safe, so to speak. And more importantly, it's it's really just an educated guess. And when they're not certain, they'll, they'll often have people go into the business office, go and complete all the paperwork to complete the transaction, or at least they think so, and then one of the forms that they sign is a conditional um, you know, delivery, which explains that even though they 're taking the car, it is still subject to to bank approval and A lot of people really don 't understand that, so i 'll try to make sure that the audience listening understands when when someone goes in to purchase a vehicle and they 're financing it unless the bank is open and, and actually gives an approval while you 're there, then the dealership is essentially submitting the loan for approval and then getting a, a response when that 's the case um, or as an example when Gary or I are helping someone and they 've had you know some challenges or, or they don 't have you know perfect credit rather than going in blind and hoping that the rate will be as good as we would like it to be or that the terms will be attractive enough for it to make sense for our client. We make sure that the loan is approved. One of the toughest things for people, besides the embarrassment, I'm sure, is you know, taking a vehicle home, showing it to their friends and family you know Going to work and perhaps going to lunch with you know, someone you work with, and then a few days later, that dreaded phone call comes where the dealer is contacting you and unfortunately they, they normally kind of sugarcoat the reason for the call and may say something like, "Great news, um, We have an approval for you. Um, do need your help. When are you available to come back into the dealership?" Well, what that might really mean is that the loan was approved, but not the way that you had agreed to or that they'd initially agreed to. And more than likely, the the terms are going to be not only different, but different, not in your favor. Now, it can happen on rare occasion where the dealership, when Gary and I are not there, if they you know, make an educated guess of a rate and they use a rate that's too high, well, the bank won't allow them to market up too much. So in those limited circumstances, the dealership might invite you back in and lower the interest rate slightly, not because they're trying to help you, but because the bank is dictating that the rate can't be higher than a certain rate. And what often happens when people go back in and they're invited back into the dealership for that great news, quote, quote, Um, They often end up with far worse terms than they had originally agreed to, but it's important to understand if they change the terms from what you originally signed for, you are under absolutely no obligation whatsoever to sign new contracts or new paperwork at terms that were not what you agreed to so you have to make a conscious choice to go back in there and if they do share with you that the rates now higher and the payments higher and you know whatever other News they may intend to share, you, you then are in a position where you have to make a decision. Do you just relent and to try to perhaps save face and, and not be embarrassed, um, and not have to go home um, with your old trade in or, you know, arguably, you know, with your tail between your legs, so to speak, because um, that's how some people might feel if they were put in that position. It, it's very important that hopefully you you can set aside um, the emotion part of it, and and really, if you find yourself in a situation like that, which would just never happen, if if you were to reach out to Gary or myself, and Gary's number is six zero two five two five one three seven zero, or if you were to reach out to me, Dana. At 602 679 8324. It's one of the examples of things that we're just never ever going to let happen. We're going to help you get the, the very best rate that you can possibly qualify for each and every time. Um, there are times where, again, if we're on a new vehicle and it has subvented um, rates and it has, you know, financing and then it has. Um, you know, subvented financing where they're essentially offering a a subsidized or a lower interest rate or they have rebates and or, you know, incentives that, and the reason being is the incentives may dictate that it doesn't make sense to use their lower rate financing.
1: So what you have to remember is there is no rhyme or reason. So, What you have to compare, and I can't tell you how many people called me in 2017, and they were all excited because Dodge had 0% financing on Ram 1500 pickup trucks. And it was so exciting that I helped 11 people in 15 days buy a truck. You heard what I said, helped people buy trucks. Of those 11 people in the 15 days, not one of them took 0% financing because it did not make sense to give up the $8,500 in rebates. So you have to be able to understand how the math works. And remember, Dana says it better than anybody else. Figures don't lie, but liars figure. I stepped out earlier because I had gotten a phone call from someone and she went to Tucson to test drive cars and figured out what it is she wants to buy. And they told her that there's discounts through the end of the month. Well, if someone buys into the fact that they're told there's discounts by the end of the month, they should not be stepping into a car dealership by themselves. There's different words, discounts, rebates, incentives dealer cash, there's no place in the world that advertises how much money a dealership gets paid from a manufacturer if they hit their number. Have you ever seen that advertised? If we sell 250 new cars, we'll give you an additional $500 rebate. Now, I used to tell people when I was a sales manager, if it was the end of the month and I needed 20 car deals to make sure I got my number, I would explain to people that this is a number that I'm offering you. If you choose to buy the car, I will honor that price as long as I need the car deal. If I hit my number because other people took advantage of it, Please don't be upset with me or be mad at me when I tell you I no longer want to do this deal. Now, when people say they made the car dealership lose money, nobody makes the dealership do anything. There's a reason the car dealership did what they did. When I helped my friend buy those Ford pickup trucks, they all picked out, based on my recommendation, trucks that were in inventory. Over 350 days. Now, why they, did
4: you do that? I know why you yeah, did it, but, but explain why you did it.
1: You do that
4: because that's merchandise that the dealership wants to move. Like a bakery. They want it, They have to get rid of the older bread first, and if they're going to be spending money for those vehicles to sit on their lot, it behooves them to sell the vehicle you know, it, that's been it, there it, the it, longest.
1: It's funny when you say bakery, because if I go into a bakery and I want something, I want something that's the furthest in from the guy's shelf. So I'll tell him, pull that tray out and give me the one in the front. Now, I always laugh because I grew up in New York. We've had this conversation a million times. There's a little Italian bakery two blocks away from my house. And when I was a little kid, I'll never forget. My mom used to say to me, don't forget to give me my change. So she would give me a dollar and the change was a nickel. And I jokingly say, and Dana's putting five, you could get a can of soda, two slices of pizza, and get an Italian ice in the
4: bakery. They made the fresh Italian ices that they put in the
1: white Dixie cups.
4: Think about what you just said. Two slices of pizza, a beautiful Italian ice, 95 cents. Now,
1: I was in Anthem the other day, and I stopped at a great place called Gio's. And he's a back-east guy. Two slices of pizza and a soda were $9.68. But that's not unusual. Now, his slices, they're like one and a half slices of... Generous slice. Yeah. It's like I was laughing because I like pizza. So I went to this place called Pyology, And you can get a pizza and a soda for 12 bucks. And I could eat the whole pizza because the pizza is about 10 inches. The crust is minuscule. And it's... Probably the equivalent of two slices of pizza. That's how small it was. But the, the point that I was going to make about the bakery thing. If you go to an Italian bakery in New York and you want a cannoli, you're not going to see cannolis lined up in the case. If you go into a bakery in town here or you go into fries, the cannolis are in the refrigerated case. You can squish them. Because they've been in a case for a day or two, the moisture from the cheese, the filling has made the shell mushy. No good. So what I love about going to New York is you ask for cannoli and the guy goes in the back. And before he goes in the back, he walks away and he turns around. You want a nuts or you want a chocolate chips? I said, I want nuts on one side and chocolate chips on the other. So he takes the cannoli shell and he squirts it in there and then he squirts it in the other side and he puts the nuts on one side and the chocolate chips on the other. And when you bite it, the powdered sugar goes all over the place because it crunches. Now, you can get a cannoli in Arizona. The point I'm going to make is you can buy a car by yourself. If you want the best car buying experience you could possibly imagine... You call me at 602-525-1370, or you call Dana at 602-679-8324. Once again, we're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Very special thanks to Earnhardt Family Dealerships, Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. We had some great experiences at Arrowhead BMW. Uh, They're not a dealership that sponsors the show, but they, they sure know how to do business out there.